to Alphabet Flight Encyclopedic Marvel Journey, where I go through the official handbook of the Marvel Universe with a guest. We talk about all the characters we know and love and have forgotten as well. My name is Jesse Cooper, and with me today is Daniel Na. Hello, hello, hello. So I'd like to remind people that this is a crossover event. So I basically, like, from at some point when I say we're going to go to... Alphabet flight after dark. After dark. This one's going to be a particularly just steamy one because we're talking about Molecule Man molecule man yeah do you know anything about molecule man i know absolutely nothing about molecule man ah then you know nothing about this person i'm not going to reveal anything what what are you (laughs) talking so um what do you think molecule man is he sounds like one of those shrinky boys sure great (laughs) yeah well what's he do like what's his power set what's he look like he's probably got some sort of jumpsuit it's probably red uh, he's probably got like an atom on his chest or something. I'm. I assume he just shrinks down real small. You know, one of those guys. You're completely wrong because you did not guess. Basically, God. Oh <laughs> so. well. Yeah, he could be that too. I guess. So molecule man looks like this. Wow, you're basically God, and you take that as your outfit, look, and color palette, huh? Yeah. Well, what's what's he wearing? All right, so he's rocking this very, like, 90s Taco Bell green and pink, um, and his, like, shoulder things, he's got, like, these shoulder points, and then they come down in, like, this lightning V down to his belt. He's got, like, a weird wrinkly forehead and, like, Joker green hair almost. It's it's a lot to take in, and I didn't like looking at it. <laughs> it's a look. I can say that. He, he, if... You've ever seen photos or been in a Taco Bell from the 90s? If you just imagine a booth there, that's basically what he looks like. Well, uh, his real name is Owen Reese. His uh, former occupa- his occupation is former laboratory technician. He used to be a megalomaniac, and now he's a worker at an atomic plant. The general population is unaware of his superhuman powers. I see. He does have a a psychiatric record. His group affiliation, he's single, Mm. and and his group affiliation is the army of supervillains in the first secret wars. I see. Yeah. I'm I'm aware of the secret wars, ironically enough. And he first showed up in Fantastic Four. Oh, another Fantastic Four villain. All right. Number twenty. Um, uh, Wait. So, so that's Fantastic Four twenty. Nice. Fantastic Four twenty. Nice. The mysterious Molecule Man in November nineteen sixty-three. He was a small, frail, timid child who okay. obsessively clung to his mother. Again, just. Just at me. For real. Um, he grew as a <laughs> into a weak-willed adult that made him bitty, bitter, made bitter and lonely by his mother's death, and full of fear and hatred of what would be regarded as a deeply unfriendly world. 
Uh, he became a lowly laboratory technician working at a nuclear plant owned by Acme At- uh, Atomic Corporation. And uh, he was disgruntled by the his job's long hours and low pay. One day, growing too careless, he accidentally activated an experimental particle generator, which bombarded him with an unknown form of radiation. The radiation would have killed a normal human being, but it had a mutagenic effect on Reese, releasing the potential for psionic uh, powers on a cosmic scale. On a cosmic scale? Alright. So, he just kind of just like, oh man, I hate my job. Oops, I'm a god. Just another Tuesday. He can now control all matter, even down to the molecular level. Yeah, that's a pretty good power. Energy. Okay. It also left uh, markings resembling lightning bolts across his face. Just like Harry Potter. Yep. Except he's, like, way cooler. Well. Well, I also am one of those people who thinks that Harry Potter's actually way more mediocre than people say it is. Oh, no, I wasn't disagreeing about that point, just that uh, I did look at Molecule Man, and to call him cool is, well... Well, okay, he is cooler in concept than (laughs) Harry Potter, a whiny, dumb boy who has his friends do everything while he gathers all of the acclaim. Yeah. (sighs) Trying to get that Harry Potter hate views, too, huh? Dude, I would gladly take... (laughs) I will take on any beef I can. (laughs) I'll go, I'll go after Ira Glass. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you dulcet toned sounding motherfucker. <laughs> Get at me. Whenever he was created into the Molecule Man, it made like a pinhole between the Earth dimension and the dimension containing immense powers, uh, immensely powerful uh, entity later known as the Beyonder. Hmm. Um, over the years, the Beyonder observed the Earth and the multiverse through that interdimensional pinhole. Oh, he's like a pervert. Yeah. Yeah, he's a big perv. Later, after the accident, the president of Acme uh, Atomics fired Reese for his carelessness. And then, uh, maybe Molecule Man covered his desk with ice. He formed with molecules in the air. And then Surprisingly he- tame response. Well, I mean, he he did know about his powers. Oh, okay, first. yeah, fair you enough. Know. Why ice? Yeah, That's I don't know. Like, there's just like there's water in the air, I guess. And well, okay, okay. Who so, am I to judge what God does? I mean, who am I? Then he was just like, "Yo, I'm gonna just destroy the world and rule it," because he also believed that he was belittled and persecuted. You know, another person maybe. This is more of an incel situation, not okay. like a like a true force loneliness. <laughs> <laughs> he rendered himself vulnerable subconsciously by limiting his powers, because he because at this time he believed he could only uh, affect inorganic molecules, hmm. and he kind of formed a psychic dependency on a thin rod he used to focus his powers. Uh, one might call that a wand. Some would say. Um, so Awatu, the the Watcher, mm. whose task it is to observe the Earth, recognized like the, the dire threat. Well, Awatu is just a perv. Like literally, you could just change his name to Awatu the Voyeur, and you got his <laughs> got it right. But uh, he saw the threat of Molecule Man, 
to uh, to the multiverse, and Uatu forced himself to violate his own oath of non-interference, like he does about every 20 issues of yeah. any comic. Because, because like, he's just, like, he just kind of appears for the heroes all the time, be like, yo, some, some stuff's about to happen. It's like, aren't you supposed to watch, you know, this... You were about to trip, so you know. I thought you needed to know. <laughs> like, like if you tripped, it, you would have you would have had a really bad day and skinned your elbow. But shoo, just sit up there and watch you fall over every. But Watu alerted a team of superhuman champions known as Fantastic Four. That's just like gilding the lily, like a little <laughs> bit too much. <laughs> you could have just said the Fantastic Four, and we would have got it. And then uh, the Fantastic Four used his imposed, uh, self-imposed inability to defeat him. And then uh, transport a molecule man to confinement in an otherworldly dimension, which time passes at accelerated rate. The Watcher did not harm Reese physically, but enforce, reinforced the self-imposed mental blocks, which limited his power uh, powers and confused his self-perceptions. He believed that he was unable to escape, so he created uh, humanoid constructs as his, as his companions, and through unknown means endowed them with consciousness. He, they then believed that they were his sons. Alright, yeah. This is like, I'm gonna just uh, literally do some god stuff over here. As you do when you're stuck in the void. Yeah, so... Uh, dying of old age through the accelerated progress of that world, he transferred his consciousness into his uh, and into the wand of his son. I mean, sorry, into his wand and gave it to his son. And the construct was not bound by human uh, limitations, and he was known as M Nicole Man, which was M N Nicole. I can't say it. And then he kind of escaped and went to the world, bringing the wand with him. So his son was like uh, a Tech Valley startup, so he had to take out all the vowels in the name. Pretty much, pretty much. Gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> the Watcher uh, thought that he wasn't a uh, a threat anymore, so he kind of just unreinforced everything. So the new Molecule Man battled the Thing of the Fantastic Four, the Thing of the Fantastic Four, using his powers through the wand, dependent on the metal wand. To maintain his existence in this dimension, the new molecule man disintegrated when the wand was taken from him. But the powers of the original molecule man remained in, and remained in the wand. And molecule man can overpower the minds of whoever touched the wand and take control of their bodies. Just like the elder wand. Here's a list of people um, that held the wand. A young girl named Cynthia McCallan. A pugilist named Aaron Starsky, Reed Richards of the Fantastic Four, Dumbledore, and finally, Re uh, Reese's mind recreated the mutated his mutated body and transferred his consciousness into and his powers out of the wand into the body, and he threatened to destroy the world, but then was per persuaded by uh, the Avenger named uh, Tigra to give himself up and have psychiatric help. So someone saw that he was a person and reached out to him. I think there's something we could all learn here today. I think so. And that is yeah. that having godlike powers does not give you a fashion sense, because man, I'm still thinking about that <laughs> outfit. <laughs> yeah. 
So, um, he began to change as a result and had simple goals. More simple goals, anyway. A true love, friendship, and a good home. And Reese then found himself sent to Battleworld, the planet created by the Beyonder. And then a bunch of stuff happened called Secret Wars, and I'm not going over that. Yep. My uh, my fun fact about Secret Wars was that Marvel did a little uh, market research and asked a bunch of kids, like, different words to see what they most responded to. And the two words were Secret and Wars, so that's what they titled their giant, uh, like, month-long toy advertisement crossover. Yep. And they're just like, hey, here's some stories you could act out with your toys. And honestly, I'm, like, not super against that, honestly. Like, like you know, if you have a bunch of kids reading your stuff and yeah. they want to play with toys based on the things, like, why not? I mean, like, 20 years later, they remade it and called it Super Smash Bros. So he tried to kill himself by burning out his powers to save the Earth, but um, but then he kind of just uh, pretended to let them burn out. And then uh, he now just kind of lives in a quiet suburb in hmm. Denver. Okay. So he kind of just like, you know what? I don't have powers anymore, even though he totally does. And I think I'd also like to point out is he's been, uh, he is the reason why the uh, battle world that of the secret wars that came mm-hmm. out in 2015 exists. Oh, okay. Him and Dr. Doom work together to make sure that the, not that there is at least a little bit of the Marvel universe left after the self exploding universes sure, were exploding. Yeah. So, yes, they do, yeah. Because they're both heroes, Dr. Doom and Molecule Man. They're both great people. Yeah. Hey, all all I'm saying is Latverians have universal health care. They do. And also, guess what? They don't have any starving children, which is yeah. more than America mm. could say. Checkmate, America. Exactly. Guess what, what else Latverians all have? Everyone has a right to an education. Yeah. What do you got to say about that, Reed Richards? Nothing. Yeah. That's what I thought. Reed Richards. He is seven, five seven, my height, okay. so we can look straight in the eyes. Great. He weighs one forty, has brown high, uh, brown eyes, and brown hair. Um, he has a bunch of jagged like scars on his head that look like lightning bolts, and he can use his powers to con- kill, conceal the scars because uh, he's God. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, he engages in no regular exercise, so that's two people who don't exercise. Yeah. Uh, so his known superpowers. He's the most powerful big in their multiverse at the moment. Until Franklin Richard comes around. Then he's like, almost the most powerful. Hmm. But Franklin Richard is just like, no, stop it. And then he's just like, oh, okay, cool, I'll stop. <laughs> <laughs> because guess who's more God than God? Franklin, Franklin Richards. I see. Yeah, at one point he had Galactus as his herald. Oh, that's that's kind of a fun twist. They're oh. also like really good friends, and it makes me it makes it's such a good friendship because like like he's just him and Galactus were just hanging out and um towards because he can give all the energy to Galactus oh, he sure. needs so he doesn't yeah. ever have to destroy anything again and they become that's friends nice. and he yeah. becomes like a person who is a person. That's very sweet. Yeah, 
And and one of the one of the things that's going to make me tear up is like one of my favorite one of my favorite panels. It's just uh, Galactus being like, I've I've seen the world die a heat death so many times. I mean, I've seen the universe die a heat death so many times. It's so lonely. Oh, just nothing. And it's just like it's okay. It's okay, buddy. I'm here. <laughs> and it's just like, oh my god, you're so cute. Why did you have to destroy that Marvel? <laughs> but okay, but whatever. So when when John Lemon was singing about what if God were one of us, I didn't realize he was singing about Molecule Man. That's what he was talking about. That exactly, one hundred percent. So I think we need to go on to. We're gonna go to Alphabet Flight after dark. After dark. What do you think about Owen Reese? Well, being God is certainly like a plus. And also, he'd probably become a better person. Mm-hmm. If you know he, because he just has a simple goal: he wants to find love, a yeah. stable home. You know, those are good goals to have. I'm into those. Yeah, I'm but, looking for those too, Owen. Maybe we can help each other out. Exactly. Like, like so far. I'm uh, I'm just kind of into. I'm kind of into these Fantastic Four villains. Yeah, they seem like really, well, not nice guys exactly, but uh, they're nuanced. They're nuanced yes. in a way that makes you think that they can become better people. Yeah, yeah. Not great in, fashion sense on either side, but well, not a great fashion sense. I'll give that. I'll give that. But they're nuanced in a way that you could definitely. You don't make them into better people. You just guide them into being a better person. Mm-hmm. And also, see, like, I don't know. Like, I, I think being a god kind of trumps being, like, a ruler of, like, an underground world. Yeah, a little bit. Like, if I want to use a cool magma laser gun, god can just make that for me. Yeah. And he can also just make all the creatures you want. Yeah. I don't know, do you think he'd feel, like, inadequate then? Because, like, it's like, oh, what can I provide to Owen that he can't, you know, make? Yeah, there'd be that power dynamic difference. Mm-hmm. He'd feel, he might feel a little, like, inadequate in comparison. Like, you can't really hold up your end of the relationship. Hmm, yeah, you always have to put that in mind. And, you know, will he will he get bored with me? See, I don't know. I honestly think he'd be okay with you. Like, no matter what. But I feel like you'd still feel inadequate. He could make a tighter butthole. That's all I'm he saying. That's all I'm saying. He oh, could make a tighter could. butthole. He could. That is something. <laughs> like, okay, okay. Let's, let's, let's take this out of, like, the, like, the, like, all the stuff. Think of the stuff you could do. He could literally make your fetishes, no matter what, actually be real. Yeah. No, yeah, he could, like, set every molecule in your body, like, on sexual fire, and it would be pretty good. But then there's that whole thing afterwards, where, like, you feel inadequate. Mm -hmm, Yeah. I feel like dating God would be, like... It's tough, yeah. It would be tough. So, okay, so let's rank them. Which which one do you think you'd want to date more? Ooh, that's hard. These are... Hmm. Because I feel like it's, like, real tough between the two. This is close, actually. This is very close. 
Because I think I think with Mole Man, you would never have that feeling where you couldn't provide. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like it's much more equal footing there. It's equal footing, and like I also think Mole Man would probably be like a more giving lover. Possibly, yeah. Or maybe not so much in the sense of more giving, but just it would feel like more special when he does it. Because like, there's yeah. effort put in, you know? Yeah, he has to put a lot more effort yeah. into it. Yeah, yeah. I, I am leaning toward Mole Man for all these reasons we've stated, and also just because Mole Man dresses better. I really can't deal with that outfit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the best way to reject someone. It's like, you're really great on almost everything, but you gotta get rid of that shirt, so fuck off. <laughs> I mean, what can I say? It's a real bad shirt. <laughs> <laughs> it is. So, okay, so far the ranking is Mole Man. Molecule Man. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, maybe we'll see what the third person goes yeah. out to. So, what do you have to plug? Uh, I do a Animorphs audiobook series where I make audiobooks out of the Animorphs books. It's called Audiomorphs, and you can find it at audiomorphs.podbean.com or by searching Audiomorphs on iTunes. I've also started, as you might have uh, surmised from this crossover event, a second podcast called OK Crusader, where... I do something very similar to this. Uh, I find uh, random pages on the Marvel Wikia, and me and some guests will judge them and rank them on how dateable they are. I mean, it often gets filthy. Oh, I so filthy. We, I think one of the conversations we had was, would you rather get sucked off by a genocidal hole in space or a fascist? Yeah, that uh, contentious debate there. Yeah, what's worse? <laughs> So I would be on at least, hopefully, multiple ones because I have so many feelings about <laughs> about the dateability and and sexual chemistry mm-hmm. of 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 a lot of a lot of Marvel characters for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, so I happen to have a podcast called Creepy Critters where we talk about cryptids. So may you know maybe listen to that. Uh, the I also have a Instagram at marvelous mooch where you can look at pictures of my cat, who I talk about a lot. Um, if you'd like to see the pictures of the people we are talking about, you can go to the Hodgepod group on Facebook or the uh, at Alphabet Flight on Twitter. You can find the links to both of those in the description. Um, and besides that, maybe just share the links out and stuff and you know maybe do a review or something i don't know i'd like more people to listen if possible because <laughs> i enjoy doing this um but besides that this is uh this has been alphabet flight and may madcap show you how truly maddening the world is oh. bye bye, bye.